0: Welcome back to the Bad Wives Club. We are so happy to have the incredibly talented singer, songwriter, musician, YouTuber, influencer, content creator, and most recently, podcaster. She just launched her podcast a couple weeks ago, but she's also a devoted mother of two. Sheena Melwani is joining us today, and she caught the attention of millions on social media during the pandemic when her and her husband captured an insane audience through their music and their laughter. If you don't follow them already, trust me, you have to follow them. Just scrolling on her Instagram page is enough to brighten your day. Tune in as we delve into the journey of finding your happiness in motherhood. We talk about embracing your own path and trusting that what works for you is what's right for you and how the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You all know that Libby, Lara, and I are working moms, but today we get a different perspective of the life of a stay-at-home mom and the unique challenges that come along with putting your life and your profession on hold while you put everyone else first. We cry, we laugh, we share the highs and the lows of motherhood, but we're reminded that it's never too late to reinvent yourself. Sheena, thank you so much for coming on to the Bad Wives Club and sharing your story, inspiring us and showing us that it's never too late to chase your passion and to make your own dreams come true. to have you here so happy
1: to be here thank you ladies yes and
0: you just launched your podcast I did. A couple of weeks ago?
1: Yep, at the beginning of this year. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I interrupted?
0: interrupted.
1: The podcast world is really like a thing. Yeah. it's re- And it's such a cool space to be. Wait,
2: so what was the na- the first name that you guys had? That was rejected. Oh my God. Okay, that
1: what you heard, that yeah. wasn't even our first name, but the one that was rejected was called Humorously Ever After, which oh, I cute. thought was so smart. That's yeah. so playful on your brand. It's so brand. playful, like Happily Ever After, Humorously that. Ever After, but they thought it was a mouthful. Humorously, humorously. Humorously. humorously I get it. Like, I like to give people but the benefit of the doubt that they could say humorously. Yeah, exactly. humorously. That's not very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, now and then it's... my husband used to call it, hey And every time I would say it, he'd be like, hey uh-huh. ah. Okay, we can't go with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we settled on Chena Interrupted. Oh, I love oh that. You're the star of the show in your house, it looks like. And <laughs> he's just like, so funny. But I really? feel like he lets yeah. you shine. he yeah. was like, wait, is his Instagram all her?
1: So he did not, pl- neither of us, to be honest, neither of us planned to do this. Yeah. We um, kind of fell into this backwards, but first, like without even realizing what was happening. Yeah. Um, And he didn't even have an Instagram page before all of this started. No way. So tell
0: us about how it all started.
1: So at the beginning of the pandemic, like everyone else, Mm -hmm. we were home and we were sad and we were going through like, how do we manage this life that we have Mm -hmm. with joy and intention while the whole world is burning? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do we do? Yeah. Um, and, and I had been trying to get back to work. I stayed home with my kids for many, many years and I had been trying to get back into the workforce. And all of a sudden the whole world shuts down. And I said to my husband, I was like, I guess somebody up there really doesn't want me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, he said, no, no, everybody's home. Like, why do you say that? Everybody's home. You sing for people and now they're all available to listen to you. So sing for them. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And so I went, online on a like a Facebook live and he kind of pushed me over the edge and he was like you're doing it tonight and he called one of our cousins and he's like can you just put together something on her Instagram page and just like post it don't tell her just put it up and they posted it and it was like okay I'm going live tonight and I was like what (laughs) Uh, what what tonight and so I did this live and it, there were like 14 people there. I think it was like my mom and my dad yeah. and my cousins. And so it was funny. just our family, but it was kind of healing. You know, we went live. I took requests in real time. It was this group of like a small group of people that just banded together. And I was like, okay, I can do this again. So I did it a couple nights later and I did it a couple nights later. And the group grew a little every night. And I would just, I was like a human jukebox they would say, we wanna hear X, we wanna hear Y. And I'd be like, okay, I'll sing. (laughs) And I just took people's requests. And then one night after I'd finished that show, I'd been doing it for about three weeks or something. And uh, my husband was in the other room and there was this song that was really popular at the time um jp Sachs, if the world was ending you know that mm-hmm. song if the world was ending you'd come over right yes
0: oh. i love that song <laughs> so i
1: started singing that i said i'll just do a little clip for instagram mm-hmm. for tomorrow mm-hmm. and he hears the lyrics and he's like what false if the world is ending who the heck is coming over And I'm like, he doesn't realize I'm filming. So I just kept singing. I'm like, you'd come over and you'd stay the night. And he's like, that's a horrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) And he was trying to make me laugh. And I did not budge because I was on camera. And I was like trying to keep it together. And he just kept getting more and more aggressive like why isn't she cracking why isn't she laughing and by the end he was like screaming he's like Yeah, the world is ending nobody's coming over close the windows and i'm like close the windows like where the hell did that come from yeah. and i burst out laughing and so what i ended up with was this really cool piece of content that was totally authentic it was like completely genuine banter between the two of us yeah. and i was like this does not belong on instagram it's not perfect yeah there was no shorts. Yeah. Like, there were no YouTube shorts. People were more themselves on TikTok or so I had heard. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I love it. But is he always like that in the house 24-7?
1: I mean, he's, That's- he's yeah, this is his like outlet. Yeah. He's serious during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is where he sort of comes to life. This is where he lets out his creative side. That is his personality. I he brings it. light to s- any situation. I, I love that so much. Can like, you come to my house? Yeah. Just yeah after, now, now, now. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> he's honestly like, we've had deaths in the family mm-hmm. and he's like the guy that he shows up and he can do the things like the responsible things, but he can also make whoever it is. That's like been sobbing for an hour. He can make them laugh. Aww. It is just, it's a skill. It's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. I was
2: going through the Starbucks drive-thru on the way over here, listening to you guys, and I was literally in my car, like laughing to myself. Yeah. I was too. I was dying.
1: People come to me; they're like, "You guys are so funny." I'm like, "I'm not funny." <laughs>
2: I am. but your laugh is contagious, and I love your energy. So. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we we each
1: bring what we bring to the table, exactly. and I think one cannot function without the other. It's a like cool dynamic, and mm-hmm. I think that's what people were attracted to—the fact that there was this connection. One, this really, really funny personality and also this like the things that are underlying that you don't actually have to talk about is that there's this female on the other side that doesn't take herself too seriously Mm -hmm. she doesn't take herself like she doesn't always have makeup on she doesn't always have look put together she's okay laughing Mm -hmm. she's okay like sharing and bearing all Mm -hmm. and the fact that i can keep up with his like quick banter Mm -hmm. is uh, the, I think that's what people like. And yeah. then the, coupled with the music, it was just this really, really cool dynamic of like high quality music, high quality connection, high quality comedy. It's yeah. a perfect mix. Wow. Mm-hmm. So and, we I, found.
0: and I think um, after the pandemic, I mean, I know during the pandemic, there were so many heavy things going on, yeah. but a lot of people were turning to, you know, youtube or those influencers and connecting with them and laughing there now with the pandemic behind us i feel like especially me with three kids my husband and i have been together for you know 12 years sometimes i just feel like our relationship and things can feel so stale and i mm-hmm. joke about it all the time i say like sometimes i feel like i'm just living with a roommate and yeah. like he's a teammate and we take care of our kids yeah and we do our best to plan the date nights and all of that but on the day-to-day yeah we need to laugh bring ourselves back to like yeah. that what is life all about? Like if we're not enjoying this and laughing and being each other's best friends yeah. in like a romantic, but also in just a fun way, yeah. we're Absolutely. missing out on all of this time. Mm-hmm. When you guys, you know, shit gets hard. It's you have the two kids and you're running from activity to activity. Mm-hmm. What does a day in the life look like with you guys? And mm-hmm. how do you bring it back to that laughter?
1: Well, every day is different in our house because every day is like you have to you have to choose this. Like I've spoken to somebody, I I spoke to somebody many, many years ago and she said, I think it was fantastic advice she gave me. She said, you just have to show up every day. Some days you're going to feel like roommates and some days you're going to feel like you don't even really like each other that much. And some days you're going to love each other and you can't keep your hands off of each other. But you just have to choose to keep showing up, so long as it's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think both my husband and I choose to just show up. We just choose to give our 100%, whatever that is, that for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very, very normal. We fight, mm-hmm. and we disagree on who has to take the kids to hockey practice that yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> and we try to be respectful of each other's schedule. It's such a work in progress, mm-hmm. you know? There are certain things that I do better than he does. There are certain things that he does better than I do. And we try to give each other the space to do those things well. Yeah. So if he's really, really good at having certain conversations with our son, because my son is at a really difficult stage now where it's like, he's got an answer for everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like super triggered when that happens. (laughs) And so I'll, I'll tell my husband, I'll be like, okay, so this is what happened. I tried and it just didn't seem like it was going down the right path. You need to tap in here Mm -hmm.
2: because he's going to be 13 and he's 13. He's 13. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it, and the conversation, I feel like kids are constantly changing and Mm -hmm. you just have to keep changing and adjusting with them. Mm -hmm. But like, here's where I'm not super proud anymore, or at least I try not to be where it comes to like my relationship where in the past I'd be like, I'm fine. I can do it. I can do it all. I'll just, I'll handle everything. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that. Yeah. You, you need to rely on your teammate because life is so much more fun when you have a partner through it all. If he cannot do something, he's like, I need to tap out. You need to tap in and vice versa.
0: Mm. I love that. Mm. Oh, my God. That is exactly. And we talk about <laughs> this all the time on the podcast, but you just put it perfectly. Yeah. Um, letting your pride down yes. as a mom. I think it's something that you do learn over time. It's like we always talk about, we've learned it. You know, even after our first kid, we have so much pride. Don't want any help. Second kid, okay, we'll take a little bit of help. And now we've just realized, okay, we can lean on the grandparents, on our husbands, on our friends, whatever it is. 100%.
3: Especially like you said, your kids are changing and you kind of need to change with them. Yeah. What are some differences you've seen over time raising toddlers to young children to teenagers? Is there any sort of advice you can give to newer moms like ourselves that we can either expect or things that you wish you didn't take
1: yourself so seriously exactly i mean every stage is different and i think the thing that i learned after my son started changing i realized that nothing is permanent Mm. it's ever changing so if they don't sleep they're not going to not sleep for the rest of their lives. Oh, good to know. Good Good to know. know. Yeah. My daughter, when she came around, she was an angel during the day, but she was like the devil at night. Yeah. She would just scream and scream. I'd put her to bed at eight o'clock. She'd get up at 11 and she'd scream her head off until like 3 a.m. Oh, my God. God. And then she'd go to sleep and then she'd be sleeping till like nine. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. I'm like, (laughs) screw you. I've been up all night. Like, you have no idea. But I think that you realize that It changes. Mm -hmm. Now my daughter sleeps beautifully. She sleeps better than anybody else in the house. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's
2: amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. And
1: it just took its time to get there. (laughs) But they're all they're different. You can't parent one child the same way as you parented the first. You can't expect the same things. They have different strengths. They have different weaknesses. They have different triggers. And nothing is the same Mm -hmm. forever yeah expected to change okay and and accept that change mm-hmm. that's good yeah mm-hmm. so
2: so what's the age gap between the two so
1: they are they're God. just under three years that's oh, perfect yeah. and I,
2: I love the name Zara too it's so cute I know she's so proud Z- of her Zara, Zara and yeah, Jay
1: Zara. my little Jay-Z oh <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned <laughs> um but Zara is so proud of herself because she's like, I have a whole store named after me. I (laughs) love it. Sweetheart, (laughs) the store came first, but it's just a technicality.
0: Oh my gosh. And when it comes to, you know, fast forward to past the pandemic, you now have 2 million followers on Instagram almost, Mm -hmm. right? And you're incorporating your kids into your content all Mm -hmm. the time. So I think another thing that we struggle with, it's kind of weird trying to figure out where the boundaries lie with uh-huh. how much we want to show yeah, and I think we're all still yeah. trying to figure that out. Like Lara was private with her Instagram account yeah. before we started the podcast yeah. and you know I have the three kids and I've gone back and forth with wondering okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now my kids are older. JJ's yeah. turning 6 years old and just for one example, yesterday, oh yeah, that um, we had a picture of JJ and Lara's daughter together when they were four mm-hmm. and JJ was picking his nose. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we asked him to do it again, like to recreate the photo and he did it. But then after he came up to me, he's like, mommy, I really don't like that. I was sticking my finger up my nose. So can oh. we not post that on Instagram? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for vocalizing yep, that. Absolutely. But sometimes we're not really giving our kids that opportunity to say, to give us You know, like, do they want to be on Instagram? Do they not? So So how do you, how do you handle that?
1: We have the same conversation every single time. Like, do you want to create content with me? And if you don't, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And most of the time that, so I, my daughter ends up in more content than my son. um, And that's because he, he's just not as interested. Mm -hmm. And she, she has a slight interest. And I, even that I want to balance because I don't, I don't need the whole world knowing what she looks like. Mm -hmm. I don't need the whole world knowing anything about her. Mm -hmm. I, if there's something that feels right and it makes sense then i'll do it and if not like i don't want to use my
0: kids yeah. in on my social media I, yeah. it feels if it feels yucky to me it then i it does i, don't yeah. want it to does. Do I that. feel the same way but then I also want to just share my day to day because I Mm -hmm. love watching other people's day to days, people who I relate to. And I love to see what they're packing their kids for school and how they're dressing their kids and all of this. But I totally agree. How do you guys feel about that?
3: I was thinking about this yesterday. I had the most hilarious video of Joseph. I sent it to you guys privately and I almost hit post Mm -hmm. because it was so funny what he was doing. But he was in his underwear. And I said, you know yeah. what? That's not appropriate. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it. But it was so funny, and I anybody would have died I to see know. it. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. When he had all the Band-Aids, and he, yeah, he pretended was so he broke cute. his leg. He's like, oh, I can't walk. And he was limping, and it was it was hilarious. Yeah. But before I was so close to hitting post, and I said, this doesn't feel right. He's in his yeah. undies, and now he's three, and it's just
2: not appropriate. Mm-hmm. I know, but like Katie said, once it's out there, we need right. to teach him that it's out there forever. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard.
1: And I think that it's a constant... Like when they're little, when they're three and four and six, mm-hmm. I think that you have to trust yourself mm-hmm, and trust mm-hmm. your gut. And then if your kids have the the ability to come up to you and say, "I, I don't feel good about that," that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I wouldn't hold my breath for every single moment like that. Right. You, know, you have to also use your best judgment. Yeah. My kids at ten and 12, 10 and thirteen, they're like my son will say, I. I don't want to do this. And mm-hmm. he's got his own reputation to worry yeah. about. Yeah. And he's not on TikTok or Instagram or any of these Snapchat. Like he's not on anything yet, mm-hmm. but his friends are. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, yeah. do they have social media? They do not. Phones. Nothing. Yeah. My no 13 phones? year old is like so mad at me, but I'm holding strong. I, I love, love this. That so That's much. amazing. Yeah. I think he's the only one <laughs> of his friends <laughs> that does not have a phone, yeah. but I spend all day on my phone. I know yeah. that what a vice it can be if if you're not prepared to know how to use it. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, life is hard enough for them yeah. to figure out how to manage certain things. And I just don't think that he's,
0: he needs to do it now. And I don't think he's ready. Yeah. yeah. So your um, kids, your kids ages 10 and 13, sorry, yeah. Yeah, 10 and 13. If they needed to call you, if they were out and about, do they have anything like a they watch do. or something? So what do they use? He, he has a smartwatch. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And I bought like the crappiest old, like s- not smart phone. Yeah. With like the four buttons that calls yeah. like four mm-hmm. different numbers. Yes. Like, uh, the oldest Nokia you yeah. could think of having. Mm-hmm. I bought one of those for my daughter. Good. Or so for she, both they can call her. you in case of emergency. Ca- yep. So only when she goes out with Somebody that's not an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, now she started to ride like to the center or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell her to take that. And she can call me from there. I love that. It's really crazy. hard. Like be prepared if this is the path that you're going to go down. Be prepared for your kids to be like, mom, can I hit? Ha- mom, 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 mm-hmm. mom, mom. <laughs> can I? Mom, yeah. mom. <laughs> can we talk? Mom. It never stops. <laughs> it never it stops. It never stops. And I'm like, you know what, sweetheart? I I get it. Like, it's not that I'm trying to be a jerk. I understand that what I'm expecting of you is a lot. Mm -hmm. But I just, I have to trust my gut. And right now my gut tells me that this is is too powerful of a tool to -hmm. put in your hands all the time. You can, you have an iPad at home that stays at home and you can play your games on it and you can check in with your friends. And I'm not, I'm not removing him from society as I know it,
0: but I'm just... It takes a lot of control on, yeah. the, on the parent's side You too. really need to be committed. And, um, and I'm not
1: a helicopter parent. I'm yeah. not that parent. But you really have to be committed. Yeah, to, you, you know, really do. Just. And
0: you and your husband need to be on the same page with mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. if one of them is saying, yeah. you know, if one of you are saying you can give the phone and the other one doesn't want to, then it's just... Exactly. So most of his friends have
2: phones then? I think all of them do.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Every single one of them. The last mm-hmm. one just got his phone for his 13th birthday like in January. And of course, Jay thinks that his birthday is coming around and he's Mm going to get a phone and we haven't decided. We did say we'd revisit this at 13, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready and I don't know if he's ready. And I I always go back to this thinking of like, or this, this saying it doesn't have to, Be perfect. It just has to feel right. Mm -hmm. It's a song, it's a lyric from one of my songs, and I actually live my life that way. Like, it does not have to be perfect or what you think is the right anything. It just has to feel right to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I felt that way about staying home with my kids. I felt that way about going back to work. I felt that way about moments in my relationship. I felt that way about moments with my kids. If it feels right to our family, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to. You know, copy paste from this person or that family or these people. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what happens inside their home. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: well, wow, absolutely, that
0: is,
2: yeah. Great. So somebody but, actually asked, coming back to your song. So you've written four, or
1: you've you have four songs that are released, correct? I've written many, but yeah, yeah there's four songs that are released. From you.
2: Yeah. And somebody was like, "Is she coming out with more?" <laughs> yes. Oh, I love
1: questions like that. <laughs> like the OG music fans for me mm-hmm. are just like. I, I mean, I love all of the, the people that watch our content, but there's there's like a group of people that thinks that all we do is just laugh all day, mm-hmm. and we do not. Mm-hmm. And I have so much more to share, and I just love when people are open to receiving that. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's plenty more music coming out. Um, I, when did
3: you start start your music journey?
1: I was like 3. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been singing since I was 3 or 4 years
0: old. Oh my wow.
1: Goodness. And it's just morphed over the years, but I've been singing my entire life.
0: Oh my wow. goodness. So would you yes. say singing songwriting is your full-time job right now? now? Mom. Yeah. No,
1: I wouldn't. And I don't I don't know when that changed cuz I used to introduce myself like, "Oh, I'm Sheena and I'm a singer and a songwriter." Yep. And now I kind of say like, "Oh, I'm a mom, I'm a content creator, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. I have many hats." Mm-hmm and i don't know when that changed and i just don't do as much music as i would like to mm-hmm. because there's so much other stuff going on and i'm i'm okay leaning into wherever that need is mm-hmm.
0: as long as that music like itch gets scratched yeah mm-hmm. and then you were saying when you stayed home with your kids so can you tell us a little bit about that because i think a lot of our listeners you know, they are working mothers, um, mm-hmm. but then they hear from us all the time about how all of our kids have gone to daycare and we use our grandparents all the time. We pretty much all work full time. So what does that look like for you?
1: Now it looks very different. But when my kids were little, I it didn't make sense for us to send them to daycare because mm-hmm. I wasn't making enough money to j- justify that. And I also... My my work, quote unquote, at the time was like I was singing in a wedding band. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be gigging Fridays and Saturday nights and I was far away and I didn't want to do that. Yeah, And I didn't want to be releasing music and signing to a record label and be on tour. And like, I just wanted to be with my kids. Yeah, And it just required too much of my time and my body and everything Mm -hmm. and I wasn't willing to sacrifice that like I knew Mm -hmm. my kids were going to be little for just a short while and so I did that um and it felt right for our family yeah and I, I think that that is the the thing that I tell all moms like all new moms do what feels right to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I stayed home. I thought it was going to be three months or (laughs) six months. And it was like when the six month mark hit, I was like, I'm not ready to go back. I was still nursing. I was still doing all the things with my kid and I wanted to take him to classes. And so I just, I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe in another six months. Mm -hmm. And then another six months came by and I did get pregnant again. And I miscarried after that one. Um, After your first, after my first. Yep. How far along were you, if you don't mind us asking. Like seven weeks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those like, I was not ready to have a baby. Mm-hmm. My son was barely a year old. Mm-hmm. I was not ready to have a child again, and um, I had been working out. I was doing like CrossFit, and I was squatting like
3: eighty-five pounds, <laughs> yeah. and like I
1: was, I was uh, the strongest that I thought I was ever going to be. Yeah. And I got a call from my pediatric, I mean my OB, and she left me a voicemail. I don't know why she did that. She left me a voicemail and she's like, hi, Sheena, I just wanted to let you know that um, you're pregnant. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And I sat down on the floor outside the gym, like on the pavement. And I I listened to it over and over and over. I'm like, I'm what? oh my god why are you telling me why would you tell you (laughs) over a voicemail she's like a very like good friend of mine now okay but like oh my god oh my god is right oh my god is right and and like i had the like full gamut of emotions in that moment and my husband was i think he was traveling or working like crazy or like pulling an all-nighter and i'm like how am I gonna no. h- how am I gonna have another baby? Like I can barely manage this one baby. Oh my gosh. And I just wanted to go back to work. Like mm-hmm. I was I was devastated. Yeah. And then when I lost it, I was even more devastated because mm-hmm. I realized, oh, I'm ready.
3: You yeah. really did want it. I really
1: did want it. And so then we decided, okay, we're gonna try for a second. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try again. Um and then our daughter came and I wanted to give her the same intention and the same time and the Mm -hmm. same thing that I had given my son. And so I stayed home with her. But I think around like the three-year mark, I started to feel like I love being home with them, but there's a part of me that's not feeling like satiated right now. You Mm -hmm. know, it just doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like I have a purpose other than being their mom. And for many women, that's enough. And that's great. And for some women, that is also... Just not enough. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. one of those moms.
3: It's almost like you feel as though you lost your identity a yes. little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: And I actually wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember you, but I'm frozen. And I literally felt frozen in time.
2: Oh, I need to listen. Wow,
1: I haven't released it yet. Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> so that's my coming out. Hopefully wow. that will come out oh, soon. Wow. But
1: it's like that. And so I've wow. written all mm-hmm. along the way. I've written about my journey through motherhood and through losing my identity and. I literally just got, look at my hair. <laughs> you know, no, face no, face I goes. did too.
0: I do not want to sound dramatic, yeah. but I got the chills too. Wow. Like, ah. I, just got,
1: um, I just feel like no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you're feeling guilty whether you're staying at home and you're in this little bubble of like childhood you're feeling bad about the fact that you can't go out there and live your purpose Mm -hmm. right and in that moment your purpose is your kids but we all come with so many different facets of what we can give and I think if you're you're working you're feeling guilty that you're not showing up for your kids and you're not the pto mom or you're not the room parent or you can't take your kids to whatever practice. I think there's guilt across the board. And I think that we need to cut the shit. Like I think we as women need to encourage and empower whichever choices we're making and whichever choices we choose. Like what works for you is what's right for you. You have, you shouldn't, but we all do. There was a moment, uh,
0: no, this is- oh,
1: I'm gonna tell you one more thing. There was a moment I was watching this um, Netflix special on. You, have you seen five foot five foot two? The Lady Gaga special. No. And I was watching, her and I was sobbing. Like if you think that you're getting emotional, I was sobbing. My kids were in the corner; they were playing, and I was feeling so bad for myself and my life and my choices. Like, look at Lady Gaga, she's on the big stage, she's doing these amazing things with her life, and I'm home, and I love my kids, and I adore the things that I get to do with them, but I'm not singing for people, I'm not connecting with yeah. them. That was my purpose at one point, and I'm not getting to do the things that I'm really good at. And I sat down at my piano that night. Actually, just let me rewind a little bit. In that moment, my kids started laughing. They were like playing and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I feeling bad? Lady Gaga doesn't have this. She doesn't have her two kids in the yeah. corner laughing and like coming and hugging her. And then like fast forward to this other scene, 10 minutes later in the movie, she's like laying on a bed and she's sobbing cause she's in so much pain. Cause she can't move from her last show or she's frozen and she can't do her next show and she has to be medicated and she has to have shots like cortisone shots so that she can get on stage. And I'm like, no, no, I I refuse to feel bad about my life and my choices. Mm -hmm. And that's when I sat down and I wrote another mark on the wall, another two inches taller. I watched the years go by and she she's living her dream. Look at all she's achieved. But can she even breathe? Um, Two beautiful and different lives. How do we know if we got it? I know. I know. We have to find our own version of happy. And if it makes you happy to do what you're doing. You continue like, doing does it.
3: Does working make me happy? I feel like I'm like Feeling. how do you feel when you go to work? I like to be able to get in the car, get in the train, and have that time for me. I love engaging with humans. Yeah. I love engaging with adults, having adult conversations. Yeah. I love the work that I do because it's uplifting and you know, my area of law is for Restaurants and the hospitality industry. So it's all great. It's light, it's fun work. But, you know, then I'm like, what is this more important than hanging out with my kids who are so small for only a certain amount of time? I have my one year old who, like, is taken care of by more people than me.
1: Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think I didn't feel this when I was at home with my kids? And I, you know, moms may shame me for saying this, but there were definitely moments where I didn't want to be doing what I was doing. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like the, I, I've only had a conversation with a two year old today. I've yeah. only picked up crap from the floor like 17,000 times. This is my existence. This is what I'm living for. This is what my education is doing. Right. Why am I not having a bigger purpose? And in those moments of emotion and i don't wouldn't say weakness but in those moments of extreme emotion yeah we've all felt guilty for our choices mm-hmm. in hindsight you will look back and you will say i did this to show my kids that i'm intelligent and i'm beautiful and i could do i could impact a change i earned my own living i had independence financial and otherwise yeah.
3: I mean, we do it for them. Everything I do is for them. I want them to have the best life that they possibly can. And in this world, you know, nothing's free. Yeah, And I want them to have the best life and give them everything that they want. And so, yeah, mommy and daddy, we go to work every day. We work really hard so that, you know, in the future we can give you the best education. We can give you whatever you need in this life. And And I'll tell you,
1: with kids, if you, like... When you're with them, if you are 100% present with them, yeah, nothing else matters. Right. Nothing else. I've seen my husband come home from like being away. He, by the way, only women feel this. I know. Men go to work every day. Yep. They don't come back feeling guilty that they missed out on so-and-so's first time they ate a carrot. They don't feel guilty that they missed the first time, you know, They took one paw forward. I know. They do not have this guilt. It's only us. I know. But I check in, like I put my phone down and I just like focus. Yeah. So that my time with them is valuable. Yeah. And I think that that's the answer.
3: And I do feel like being away at work all day, I come back and I feel way more energized to give them 100% whereas I know it can be more difficult for stay-at-home moms come around five o'clock you're just like when is my partner coming home yeah when can I get a break yeah you know your job is 24 7 rather than mine is maybe you know Two hours in the morning, two hours at night, in the weekends, which is how I feel sometimes. And
1: I disagree, actually. I think your job is 24-7, too.
3: I mean, we're constantly thinking about them. Exactly. We're constantly checking in on them. And you're managing yeah. everything. I know. I know. It's just sometimes it doesn't feel like that, and that's where my guilt comes in. Yeah. But then, like you said, I have to remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing, and what's right for me, and what's right for my family, and just... Yeah. Remind myself of that. So yeah. even though I just got emotional for a second, just need to come back to reality and remember. The grass is always greener on the other side. So true. Yeah.
2: Well, thanks, Gina, for making me cry. <laughs> thanks for sharing. So I was talking to the girls about this because Liam will be four mm-hmm. come March. Mm-hmm. And it's wild because I feel like they're growing into their whole identities. And now it's like we're kind of in autopilot, not like autopilot mode, but you're not as hands-on. Yeah you know? And so it's kind of like, whoa, like I'm getting in a new groove of things. It's like a total change in dynamic with the
1: kids. Absolutely. My kids are so independent now. And I'm like, you don't need me to butter your toast. Yeah, Mm. You don't need me to pour your cereal (laughs) and milk. It's so crazy.
0: I also feel like the four of us sitting on this couch, we're so fortunate in that our generation is so much more aware Mm -hmm. of allowing our kids to be themselves Absolutely. and really embracing their unique sides and all of that. And maybe that's one of the things that like social media and having access to all these resources has helped us. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it's kind of is like we're in autopilot. Like we're yeah. almost like here to, yeah. you know, make sure that they don't get hurt or whatever. And we have to make sure to keep them on the right path, but they kind of do their own thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that as you age out of like this phase of being home with your kids and taking them to their like baby gym classes or mm-hmm. music classes or this. Like I was very hands on. I did all the things. I was a room parent. I I was very involved in their day to day. And I am I don't think now I'm in a different phase. I don't think I'm as involved in like the, you know, the hour to hour. But I think what's really important at this phase is to just be around Mm -hmm. be present and Mm -hmm. so i feel really fortunate and i think you ladies are in this similar position that you have a little flexibility with your work Mm -hmm. yeah so i can stop when i need to stop and i can start when i'm when they go to bed again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've told myself like when they're home and it's ready like it's dinner time or it's snack time or whatever I'll sit with them for a half hour or 20 minutes because I want to check in with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make sure that their heads are in the right place. Yeah. And you can have these amazing conversations in the car yes. when you're driving to hockey practice mm-hmm. or when you're driving to gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Yesterday, I picked my daughter up from a sleepover, and she was telling me, was it came completely out of the blue, but she was telling me about she was feeling a little sad that one of her friends who had gone to middle school a year before her just was not the same kind of friend to her and it just came out of nowhere Wow! it's I didn't prompt it and she just I was we were talking about something and she just said yeah well I, I kind of miss hanging out with her and she's changed a lot since she's gone to middle school wow. And I was like wow how do you feel about that and I just you need to be there to have those mm-hmm. conversations, mm-hmm. to ask those questions. Yeah, That's
3: a great reminder to be more <clears throat> present. We can get so caught up yes. in... Checking our phones, Mm -hmm. calling this person when we get in the car, checking our emails when the kids are just sitting there quietly eating Mm -hmm. dinner, but Mm -hmm. just to engage, that's a really good reminder. Libby, Mm -hmm. I need to stop
0: calling you in the car. (laughs) Yeah,
3: please. No, literally every second Liz Liz Bravan's calling me again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I call Libby every time I'm in the car. I'm like,
3: hey. And then I'm like, oh, let me call you back when I get in the car in two seconds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) We all
1: do that, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't think it's really guilty. Like, I just, we want to Make use of our time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I call my sisters when I'm in the car. And if our kids are around, mm-hmm. we're all just a little bit more mindful that we're either including them in the conversations mm-hmm. or that if there's something that we really need to focus on, we hang up and we check in later mm-hmm. and we focus on our kids yeah. in that moment. No,
0: that's a great reminder. I love yeah. that. Um, and then just kind of like shifting from motherhood to... Shift away. Um, I know we, we touched on your career a little bit, but one of the things that we were talking about right before turning, um, pressing record on this was just you yourself being a woman of color in this space Mm -hmm. with this huge community and like Mm -hmm. platform on social media and how powerful you feel that is. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I just, you know, when I was growing up, it was hard to find people that looked like me Mm -hmm. doing things that I could relate to. Mm -hmm. And I get so many messages from girls and women um from different communities that just they say it is so nice to hear from somebody that has the same values but that looks slightly different Mm -hmm. you know and I just think that that's really really powerful like the the women that that are on social media that are content creators or influencers they're just they're a little bit younger or they're a little bit you know they have different
3: yeah, look the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm being a
0: little careful. Yeah. With yeah. No, no, I'm it's know. okay. I it's know. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, I think this is a really important conversation to yeah, have. So but
1: I think it's I. I love to highlight brands that people with Indian skin can wear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love to highlight women who have spent their entire lives thinking of themselves in one box, and then all of a sudden they're like, "But I don't want to be like that anymore." Mm-hmm. And that's what I did, and I I don't regret it, but I. Like I did everything sort of quote unquote the way that my family said that it needed to happen. So I got married really young and then I took care of my family. I took care of my home. I took care of my husband. I did the laundry. I cooked. I, I did all the things. Then mm-hmm. I got pregnant. Then I had babies. Then I stayed home with my babies. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why am I? And I don't get me wrong. Like it worked for my mom and dad, but why does it mean that it has to work for me? Mm -hmm. Why can't I also have a job where I feel like I can have a creative outlet and I can be who I want to be. And I can also be a mom Mm -hmm. and a role model for your kids because they're going
2: to see you doing what you absolutely love and changing people's lives. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. And so I did it a little bit later, but I was like, screw this. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And, and I love that I can, do that I love that I can show other moms and other women and other girls that there's not there's it's not too late, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no right time, there's no right moment in your life. It could be before your kids, it could be after your kids, it could be while you're having your kids. Like, look at us, yeah. yeah. We're at all different stages of our lives. Look yeah. at your sister, yeah. mm-hmm. right? She
3: actually mm-hmm. said this, something similar that you can always change no matter yes. what point of your life that you're at, you can always change. Right. So again, this is a really great reminder. It doesn't yeah. matter what point of stage your life is
1: at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my brother used to tell me, like, I said, you know, I, and I think I was really depressed at some points in my life where I've lo- had a lot of postpartum mm-hmm. and I was just really down on myself. And I was like, my husband has spent his whole life building his career and I love our family and that's what I have to show for it. but what else what's mine yeah and my brother would say just start and I was like start what he
0: said just start anything start by starting and so I I love how the men in your life are like the ones that pushed you to finding this and to pursuing your dreams and all of this because sometimes it can be the reverse you know the men are kind of wanting you to stick to those traditional values and be the stay-at-home mom or whatever it is so that's really nice yeah
1: so that, that's, for me, that's really important. Like, wow. I love that I can stand in my truth and I can say, I did this and I didn't like it. Yeah. At some point, it wasn't mm. good enough and then mm. I changed it. Wow, yeah, that's awesome.
0: And speaking yeah. of the real Indian dad, so why does he not show his face?
1: Um, okay, so he's a, he's got a pretty serious job. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work for like, you know, the Secret Service, which a lot of people have asked <laughs> yeah. me. But it's just like, he just doesn't, he just doesn't want to have his privacy yeah. share. Like it disclosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just, he, he's just a little bit more private. And it, he's like, when we first started, it was a quick fix mm-hmm. because otherwise his other option was, I don't think I can do this with you anymore because I don't think my boss would appreciate me doing TikToks with you. But I think when, when he stopped to think about it, he's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm supporting my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun. I'm keeping things light Mm -hmm. I'm not being obscene. I'm not saying anything rude. I'm not being obnoxious. So it was a a happy medium that we found where he could maintain a little bit of his own identity Mm -hmm. and also be able to do this with us. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah.
2: So dynamic in the house. So I don't know if I would classify you as a bad wife, though.
1: i feel like you're a good good wife no i've definitely had moments of being (laughs) a bad wife no i feel um, like she is
3: i feel now that i'm getting to know you a little bit more you've got it i feel like you've got a pretty good 50 50 household i mean it does sound like you
0: you know so being a bad are we being real no (laughs) so let's be real okay so being a bad wife is essentially a woman who is okay with asking for help yeah we're okay mm-hmm. with letting our husbands do the cooking. We're okay with letting our husbands do the laundry mm-hmm. and we're not ashamed of it. We're not feeling that, oh, but we need to do it all. We need to be super yeah. mm-hmm. Um. So it's kind of what you were saying is like leaning on our partners yeah. and being proud of them and mm-hmm. highlighting that. Absolutely. Um. I, I mean, I. we've all had our moments.
1: I have definitely had moments where I'm like, I'm not washing your laundry anymore. Like I'm not <laughs> doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He actually doesn't, ha- He if I feel like I'm busy, he is even more busy yeah. than I am. And oh, yeah. so I'm not afraid to say, hey, can you move that load into the dryer? Or, hey, can you put in this loaded line? I'm not afraid. I don't want him to cook for me because he is a terrible cook. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, hey, can you take care of dinner tonight? And yeah. he'll order Chipotle. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's okay. <laughs> He's handling it. Yes. There are definitely moments where I'm like, this is your job today. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um I don't, I don't know that I could do any of this without his support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if that makes me a bad wife, sure. <laughs> <I'm horrible. laughs>
2: also watching you do the fridge clean out, I was dying. Like, um, when they take all the shit out of the fridge, people and stuff were like, so it offended by that. Why? I don't
1: know. I was like, <laughs> guys, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not- okay. You want to hear the most ironic thing What's that? since that fridge clean out thing? My fridge has stopped working. Oh,
0: I what? honestly think it's
1: like weird karma Because of, <laughs> I don't know I got bad juju from like the people That were telling me I was disrespecting <inaudible> my Can friend. you tell us about your, the fridge thing Because I don't in. know what it is Okay, so I had seen this like trend going around Where people do these aesthetic Like ASMR stocking. Oh that ch- ch- yeah. Ch- yeah. Oh gosh, I get addicted okay. to watching those And then I, I saw, yes, they are yes. very addictive But they also made me feel like really insecure About the way that my, my fridge is fr- oh, so yeah. badly yeah. stocked And I'm like Okay, this is not me. And so, and then I saw somebody do like a more chaotic, like I've seen chaotic unboxings and chaotic <laughs> yeah. restocks of things. So I'm like, I'm gonna do that. That feels yeah. more my speed. Yeah. So I did that and I got a lot of like, Comments from my viewers saying like you're being disrespectful to the food and this is so out of pocket for throwing you. the you. You're throwing <laughs> tomatoes. This is so like you're gonna harm the vegetables. No. You're gonna ruin the produce. Oh my! There she goes. Gosh. She's gonna have to throw like two hundred dollars worth of. Gram. I didn't throw any of that away. Yeah. I cooked it all. <laughs> oh I'm not a God. waster. Yeah. Like that is way too much effort to waste the food to have to go yeah. buy
2: more food. No. Oh it's so funny. God. Oh, I need to see this video
3: now.
1: Is that
2: the only time you got trolls though? I feel oh, like no. what. My Wow. There's, there's trolls everywhere.
1: She has so
0: many followers, too. Yeah, like, but I'm like...
1: I think we live in a really nice, decent side of the social stratosphere
0: mm-hmm. that we
1: don't get a ton, mm-hmm. but of course I'm getting trolls, yeah.
0: of course. Oh, my God, I get them. Yeah. Like, I, I screenshot them to the girls and then just delete and block, <laughs> yeah. like, every time. 100%. like 100%. Oh.
1: And I don't even bother deleting and blocking, because, yeah. honestly, it gives them more ammo to open up new accounts. I know. I it's wouldn't even true. do that. Like, I just... Of course, when I started, it used to drive me crazy. It used to bring me to tears. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. come on. Get a life. Yeah. Hit me again. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I did this fridge restocking, like this very chaotic fridge restocking. And I think like a couple months later, my fridge stopped working.
0: Oh my God. It got mad at you.
1: I think my fridge got mad at me or some like karma fridge gods
0: came after me. Oh my God. So it's like, oh my God, my talk- fridge
1: has not been working since then. And I've been back and forth with, like, the extended warranty people (laughs) for the last, like, few months. Oh, my God. This is I'm like having A full circle moment This is my karma For
0: doing stupid yes. Fridge oh chaos
1: Oh my god Never again <laughs> Never again No it's
0: like When I talk about Delilah sleeping great Or any of my kids They stop oh, sleeping yeah. Put yes. the podcast out On a Wednesday <laughs> That Thursday She's awake all night I'm like There's some sort of Jealous <laughs> energy <laughs> Coming around Like I don't know What's going on 100% I believe in that Like yeah. you Whatever energy You put out Into the world That's what's Coming back to you Oh my gosh I will leave it at that Gina thank you So much oh, for coming yes. on You guys make sure to listen to her new podcast it's with you and your husband right and sheena interrupted sheena interrupted our podcast has made it on the top of the charts like in the top 20 we're so proud of ourselves Sheena's just started two weeks ago and she's still above us so oh. you I know. <laughs> a I lot of listeners I screenshotted it to send
3: to the girls and I said oh wait there's our new friend Sheena oh, yeah I'm like
0: she just started and she's like already on the top of the sweet. chart so we have no doubt that it's gonna be a Thank huge success you. for you you're so sweet um, everyone make sure to visit her on Instagram Sheena Melwani That's we'll sweet. tag her and everything we'll link her podcast you guys are so um, sweet. she's amazing she's so real yeah. she's just as gorgeous nice funny in person as she is on Instagram yes. and I think that's see amazing. I am funny right yeah yes. yes. oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank Gina. you so much Gina. for having me ladies.